Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Limitless Being podcast. I am Danielle, your host, here to be a guide for you on this journey of life. This is a space cultivated with the intentions of connection, vulnerability, spirituality, limitless knowledge, explorative conversations, loving guidance, and so, so much more. I'm here to spread love while activating freedom within the collective consciousness. I'm a digital nomad and entrepreneur and a magnetic spiritual being here to help you activate your power to cultivate the life of your dreams. This container I have created is an incredibly safe space for us to have these conversations which lead us toward liberation, acceptance, and radical love of self. If you have found this podcast, it's by no accident. You've been guided here because there's a part of you who's ready to stop making excuses and live the life you've imagined. So join me here every Thursday. We are back in this online energetic vortex. I have an amazing guest here today, Georgia Blatchford. We met in Costa Rica six months ago, maybe actually a year ago. She is a leadership coach and a mystic, and we're going to talk all today about her incredible life story and journey and transformation from working on Wall Street in New York to living a life like myself as a digital nomad, traveling the world, I'm getting chills, and creating the life of her dreams while coaching, empowering, and healing others, lighting the way so they can do the same. Georgia, thank you for being here. It is an honor to have your energy. I just want to say a couple of things before we get into it. You I remember seeing you in Costa Rica and being, I never told you this, but I was like a little envious of your energy. I was like, that, like, she's got something and I want it and I don't know how to get it yet. Or like, maybe I'm kind of there, but I just remember seeing you and your magic and your fluid essence being so um, comfortable in your divine feminine power that I was I was expanded and I was also like humbled in a sense of wanting to get to that point <laughs> with my feminine energy. And I just want to say thank you for being with me on this crazy journey and for inspiring me and for inspiring others. So welcome to the space. Welcome to the Limitless Being podcast. Oh, Danny, thank you so much. Thank you for the introduction. Thank yeah. you. For sharing that you know I remember meeting you and just being really struck by your power <laughs> and your your balance within yourself because you're obviously very feminine very beautiful but you clearly are very um, mission driven right you were sharing your medicine with the world mm -hmm. in a way that was really bold and I remember recognizing that in you and you know I'll say back in that time that we met when I was living in Costa Rica this was like the first year when I was really conditioning myself from the corporate world. Mm -hmm. And so I left kind of my life. I was actually most recently living in San Francisco, working in tech. Mm -hmm. And I basically gave myself a year to like decondition and re-regulate or maybe actually regulate my nervous system for the first time. And so when you met me, I'd been in like many months of just slowing down mm -hmm. and I look back at that time and I was so in my feminine energy because I was just creating this safety just giving myself permission 
to receive, to heal. Wasn't, you know, I was, I was doing some women's work, like women's circles work and doing a little bit of energy healing here and there, Mm -hmm. but it was so much just about me, like meeting my own energy and in that place of safety, my feminine, like my feminine magic and mystery just really emerged. So this is the the time that you caught me Mm -hmm. and oh my gosh, it's, you know, I say, I, I think about this really fondly and especially when I talk to people are interested in making a move from a more like traditional corporate lifestyle Mm -hmm. into like being in their dharma and serving I always tell them you know I gave myself an entire year to heal my nervous system before I started committing myself into my work like in such a profound way and you know it doesn't have to be that way for everyone but it really served me and especially in the work that you and I do where the our feminine intuition is such a vital part of our leadership mm-hmm. that like creating that space for our feminine energy to like emerge one thing i love to say is that in pretty much all cases the the safety of the masculine container is going to really predicate the magic of the feminine presence mm-hmm. so this can be in your relationships And it can also be like in your own inner union. So if you don't feel safe in your own body, if your nervous system isn't relaxed, you're, you're going to probably receive like a limited experience of your own magic. But when you're relaxed in your, your physical, right, has that safe container, then like the feminine magic starts to come out. So this is something I'm really passionate about. And one other thing I want to say is that I just... I'm so, so grateful to be on this podcast with you today. I love what you're doing. Um, And, you know, Danny and I met like a year ago, maybe like, like around a year ago. Mm -hmm. And even though I haven't seen you since then, what, when you're working with energy and authenticity and leadership, you realize that everything has a frequency and everything resonates at a vibration and an energy. And so resonance just comes so easily and so we have very similar missions like we're both really here to empower people's healing and leadership so it's just such a beautiful and supportive connection to have and you know when you invited me on the podcast it was such a no-brainer for me I love what you're doing I'm so proud of the woman that you are very inspired by you and yeah I'm so super excited to cook up some magic with you today yeah amazing thank you for saying that I think it's really important like we said right before the call is to show people what a genuine loving supportive type of dynamic and relationship is even if the community is not necessarily around you in your physical space i find that that happens a lot with people that are on the spiritual journey they find they can't necessarily find physical community right away but there's a lot of people online that we can connect with or when you're living this life as a a traveler you know you meet people and it's very much like non-attachment right you know you got to go in your own direction and go your separate ways and eventually if you're meant to realign um you will like we are here today and I also know I'm going to be in Tulum if you're still there or I know as soon as I land in Mexico I just I just know that I'm going to be there for an extended period of time so um just to show people that relationships and connections and supportive dynamics don't have to look in look one particular way there's so many forms and it's really important when you 
are taking or on, on a path where you're stepping out of the box, you're stepping out of the norm, it's really important to find people that align with you and can understand you because they're also, they either have the same mindset or they're also living that type of lifestyle as well because it can seem very lonely. So thank you for saying all that. And what I want to segue into, kind of still talking about the divine feminine, divine masculine, is your story. You know, starting out where you went to college, like starting out in Wall Street. And if you were aware that you were, were you in your masculine? Were you aware that you were in your masculine? Were you even aware that your nervous system was like shot? You know what I mean? Because so many people in the United States, you and I have the practice and the experience and the knowledge now. But looking back, when I was working four jobs, being a full-time student, barely getting by, I didn't even realize how stressed and anxious I was. So I would love to hear um, more details around your stories and, and touching on those topics a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So my background is super like high performance, like super outcome oriented living. Like since I was really young, I played competitive mm -hmm. sports. I went to Yale University for undergrad. And as you said, I went Did straight into investment banking. Yeah, I went straight into wow. investment banking after college on Wall Street in New York City. And, you know, while I was always able to like, I was I was gifted with intelligence and good work ethic, but in a way, I a lot of my my path was really just dictated on doing what I thought would give me worthiness, that would make me a valuable person, and it, you know, while I'm super grateful for my story, I ended up in a in a space really kind of like what you said, where all I knew was basically this hypervigilant, like sympathetic, autonomic nervous system mm -hmm. where the, your, throughout your entire life, your body's basically having a physiological response as if you're under, under, under a threat, which is just simply not true. So, you know, after years of, of living this way, you know, I always had a good job, was able to provide for myself, you know, I, I lived in New York City, San Francisco, and had, like, nice, nice things. On the surface, everything seemed really good, but since I'd always been so much more focused on the doing versus the being and so much more focused on how to, like, be, in, in a way, it was almost like I wasn't even focusing on anything. It was like I was living in autopilot just to survive. And while I was able to do well at that, I got to a point where I realized, even though I had a good resume, I really was not in touch with who I was. So when we attach our identity to something like a job or a city or a bank account, it ultimately, like, that's just can't, that, that can, it, it always falls through, right? Because all of those things are finite, right? What's within us, that's infinite. That is unchanging. So you can only, if you want to like feel like that, that connection and worthiness, it has to come from that infinite place within us versus something that um, is outside of ourselves, even if you're good at it. I remember when I decided to like give away all of my possessions and start traveling, I remember. When was my, that? When was that? It was After in 2021. 2021. Wow. Um, 
I'd been teaching yoga. I'd already had a really solid meditation practice and was definitely waking up. And I just knew I had to, like, I couldn't do it halfway. And I remember um, my, my father actually said this to me. He was like, but Georgia, you're so good at the matrix. You're so good at it. Right. And it's true, but it's like, who is that for? Like, who does that serve? Right. And yeah, it it sounds impressive. Like, you know, maybe you can have nice things, but if you're not free, if you're not expressing yourself, you don't love the person that you are. Like, it doesn't matter how much money you're making or how many friends you have. If you don't know yourself, it's going to create it's going to make the, it's going to be more difficult to connect with people. So that's, that's really what I found myself in. And it wasn't until I really stepped out of that. Like at the time I didn't even have the language with like the divine masculine and the divine feminine. I didn't even really have the language until I really, and mind you, I'd been healing myself for years, right? Doing a lot of yoga, doing the energy healing, um, working with the moon, things like that. But it wasn't until I really, really unplugged and went into the jungle right where I met you and let myself truly detach from like my former identity. That was when I really started to experience these energetic polarities in an embodied way where it went from being like, oh, yeah, the divine feminine is emotional and the divine masculine is a provider, which is something that you can just read on an Instagram post. To being like, wow, I feel this energy inside me for the first time. And what I did realize was that my whole life, like I was in my masculine and I was never given space to really explore my feminine. And I never, I never gave myself the space to do that either. So it's been such a reclamation since then to have this space. And, you know, now like building a business, I spend a lot of time in my masculine, Mm -hmm. but I like to think about it as my masculine, like kind of building the house for my feminine inside me, like the masculine inside me building the house for my feminine. But I do really think super fondly about the time when I just was in my like super chill feminine mode. I mean, you still are, I see it to this day. Your feminine is definitely, you're balanced, but but I can see like the feminine magic just like oozing Mm. out of you in the most beautiful way. I think this is really important to touch on and that is recognizing when, number one, did you start seeing physical symptoms, like physical health issues from being so in your masculine, so like go, 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 do, 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 because this is so common for Western society, right? We're just like, we're just used to it and until you get out of it, it's almost impossible to see so for you, were you recognizing any symptoms? Were you experiencing health issues? Or what was that like breaking point awakening of like, holy shit, I need to change my life? Yeah. Well, I remember right before I like made some really drastic changes to my life, I just had this like beautiful godsend trip to Costa Rica planned. This was not the trip where I met you. It was like a year prior, over a year prior. And I was still working in tech and I was just going to work remotely for a month while I was in between apartments. And it was like one of these like amazing, like God given moments where I was like so burnt out. I was so sad. I was having issues, family issues. I like, I, I was supposed to go with a partner. We broke up like a week before. So I went on this trip and I was just like, 
I was like, I was like a crit, like burnt to a crisp, just like emotionally. And I, I wasn't sleeping. I was so tired. Like I'd lost a bunch of weight, but not like in a healthy way. And I was basically like medicating myself just to get through the day. So as an adult, when I was like in my twenties, I started getting a prescription for ADHD medication. I was working on wall street. Like I always got good grades my entire life. And I remember I got feedback that like, I was a little bit slow at my job. Not and I was like, perfect. Let me just go get some. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm not going to be like, Oh, like the system failed me and medicated me. I was like looking to get medicated and the system made it so easy for me to just take that for me to just, um, like take this shortcut. Right. But then what I realized was that just to get through the day, because I was doing a job that I didn't really like, I, I, I really didn't like it, honestly, at all, especially by the end. And I just had to medicate myself to get through it. And I remember I got to Costa Rica and I was still working like long days, but I would just go in the ocean in the morning. I would surf, I would be in the sun, I would eat a papaya and I would just sleep. And I just remember when I first got there, I remember I like bought muscle relaxers or something to help me sleep when I got there, which is crazy because I kid you not in two years, I haven't taken a single medication. Haven't taken a single pharmaceutical in two years since then. But this was where I was, where it was so normal for me to just try and get, get the ease, the quick fix, you know, because this is what, what we're, where I was coming from, where everything's just so accessible. And then I just remember like, just my body like starting to heal I was starting to heal from nature like the ocean and the sun and just time alone and just letting myself grieve and I was like I remember listening to like Mark Grove's podcast on human connection and learning about codependency and just recognizing the ways that basically I was creating these dynamics that were disempowering me and I was perpetuating them not like victim blaming myself but like taking ownership and being okay, I have an opportunity here to really rethink the way I approach my life. And so that month in Costa Rica turned into three months. I went back to America and I got rid of all my things. And I was like, I'm creating my life. Like I, I'm creating my life from here on out and I'm willing to do whatever it takes. And, you know, I'll say that I kind of was like, I'm going to quit my job and then I'm just going to have so much space to just create and help others and, all my gifts are going to come online and it's just going to be like, pow, like, like, like there's this tunnel that there's like a block in it, which is like this job that I have. And once I take, once I quit my job, there's just this channel is going to be clear. And then obviously it took like a year of deep, deep rest and healing to really um, like meet myself and bring everything online. And it was like the best year ever until the next year and the next year, and then, you know, it just keeps getting better. But wow, so yeah, you were able to take 12 months off to just be like, okay, this is the old me. I recognize through being able to heal in nature in Costa Rica, which is just such a powerful experience. I, I experienced that a lot as well. And, you know, reconnecting with myself and understanding that this old version of me that's falling away is ultimately everything that I've been told I need to do, everything I've been programmed to do, everything I've been pushed to do, which isn't actually who I am. So I need the cocoon phase. I need to go inward and cry and grieve and scream and, ah, you know, like detox all of these things that are actually not 
who you are in order to become where your soul and where your heart is pulling you towards and ultimately what you're creating and doing right now with your life. But what that brings up for me is, (laughs) you know, when I was in Costa Rica, I was leaving a four and a half year relationship. I was starting that life right away. Right. And I didn't even give myself any time to rest. I only recently, but I, I did less. I worked a few hours a day. Like I definitely slowed down. I definitely allowed myself to rest. But as far as taking a year off, I just don't think like logically my I could get to that point where I, I thought that I could do that, you know? Even though I would have yes. 100% been held and supported. Um, but what do you think would be a smaller step for people who are experiencing something similar right now who maybe can't take a year off, maybe there's too much fear, so they, they are not allowing themselves yet. Um, what's like a smaller step to get to that mm. point, do you think? Mm. I mean, I think any time to like really devoted to getting to know yourself and nourish yourself and really tune into like your own essence is so important. It doesn't have to be a year. For me, you know, like I was teaching yoga. So I, I taught yoga in Panama. I worked at a hotel. Like I was doing things here and there to, so that I could keep going. Like I worked on a farm for three months. I was doing some, some Reiki healing and tarot card readings and things like that. Um, I think, I think what's nice and what's, it's definitely a luxury but to give yourself space without like a time limit. And even I remember like after a year had gone by, I could feel myself starting to have this little bit of pressure around like, Ooh, I really need to like, you know, start to get my operation up and running now. And really it's, it's super like, it's, it's kind of like self-inflicted in a way. It's like scarcity mentality where we feel like we're not enough time or money's going to run out, things like that. And there's of course like practical, like you want to be smart. You want to live like in reality. And you know, if you're just going to try and meditate like your bank account to a certain number, you're going to have a hard time for most people. But like, you know, giving yourself giving yourself like space, even if it's like a month or two months or a few weeks and just allowing yourself to really connect with your own being. And this can be the hardest part for people is like the stopping, you know, it's so funny because it's like, what I would wonder or what I would invite is like, if someone says like, Oh, I, I can't make that work. It's like, you know, what are the beliefs behind that? But also it's like, what are you afraid of? Right? Because it's actually like, it sounds nice. Like, oh yeah, just don't work for a year. That sounds like heaven. But when it comes down to it, that's going to be really confronting for most people, you know, because a lot of people are really connected and identified with the work, with, with what they do, you know, and you're out there doing great work. Everyone, you know, if you're going out there to feed your family, if you're going out there to make ends meet, if you're employing other people through your business, like that's good work to do in the world. And it's also really important to not attach too much of our, our of our identities to it. And un- unfortunately, 
Like that's, I think that's the default. Like definitely was default for me. I think that's the default for most people in the Western world. So I remember like, like it's actually like incredibly, incredibly challenging to stop when you've been going your whole life. And so even if it's like a few weeks, like giving yourself the space to do that, you know, or putting yourself in a, a position like, you know, I did a lot of soul searching during that time. I went to ceremonies and workshops and things like that. But there's also, like, I think that's why things like mentorship and workshops and retreats, I know you have a retreat coming up, like, that's really, that's really powerful because you can really expedite like you can't fast track your healing like that's just gonna put you in trouble but you can really like in the container of someone who's been through what you've been through that wants to support you through it and see you in your totality that's gonna really support the journey so I think that's um something that you can do for yourself and put yourself in that feminine place of receiving and healing without having to take like an entire year off yeah yeah ultimately it just comes back to taking a fucking break, right? Yeah. And it, it's so funny because the way that you and I see the world now, now that we've been to all these places, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, look at us. It's like, no, the medicine and the knowledge that you gain from going to different countries that don't have the culture that we have in the United States or in the... I mean, this is obviously very westernized where I'm at. I'm in a big city, but it's just still completely different. And so it's almost essential. I posted a TikTok yesterday saying, like, you can't necessarily heal in the same place that mm. gave you illness or, or influenced your sickness. And there really is, to, to sound at risk of sounding extreme, there really is this sickness in, you know, really just pushed into our our education system in the United States where it's like if you're not doing you're not of value if you're not like making a shit ton of money if you're not working 60 100 hours a week you're not of value but ultimately you get to that place you're working you're getting all the money and you're still fucking in lack like my dad is a huge example of this he still thinks he's poor because he comes from a poor family like he's self-made you know but he's still in the mindset of uh, money like fears money even though he has as much as he's ever wanted and mm. to correlate that with the the like difficulty that we have in the United States around taking rest, it is so toxic. <laughs> because truly... you're walking around in fight or flight and you're like, this is normal. I have a panic attack every day. This is how it's supposed to be. Like, da, da, da. And when you take that rest and you get into rest and digest, which is the opposite of fight or flight, and then all the emotions come up and then you're like, oh my God, why? Like, this is what I'm really feeling because I can actually feel my body now because I'm not in, in the future. And so ultimately, it's it's terrifying to take rest for a lot of us. Mm -hmm. It's so scary because we know on some level what is going to come up as soon as we do, right? Those You're going totally. to start processing things you never have the time for. 100%. You're going to start feeling things you push to the side and compartmentalized. And it's yeah. incredibly difficult 
and it's incredibly painful at times and it can be uncomfortable, but if you want this lifestyle, if you want to be of service, like you said, live in alignment with your dharma, you have to lean into the discomfort. And that's exactly what you did. And I'm curious, what were like those really big lessons or, or realizations that came up when you started to rest? Mm. Oh my gosh, great question. First, I want to say is that you're completely right. And when I remember, when I got to Costa Rica the first time, the story that I just told you, I realized I was, I was looking around and there were people who I would see in the ocean every day surfing. And these are people, they would, they were surfing instructors or, you know, people that did that in back in America, we'd say these don't, these people don't have much. They're not educated. You know, we'd have these judgments about them and they were so happy. And I was like, oh my goodness, what's, whatever we're doing back home is a huge scam because here I am doing everything I'm supposed to do. I've had the best education, the best job, and I like can't sleep at night because I don't know who I am and I'm dysregulated constantly and my heart rate's always elevated. And I just, that was the moment where I was like, I don't actually need all of this stuff. And it was, you know, there's a time that we realized like when we're in Dharma and we're really connected to a higher power and we're living in our flow, then abundance flows to us because abundance is also of the nature of the source of the universe, right? But it's also, it's like, the feminine way. It's like a, a, attracting it, like um, magnetizing that which is in your frequency versus like muscling your way to it. Um, your, what was your question? <laughs> oh, no worries. Listen, this is what happens. We haven't. Yeah, well, no, we're just like we're riffing. Just like, Where do we go next? Um, the question was when you started really slowing down and chose to dedicate that time to rest and rewrite who the fuck George Blatchford is, what were, actually, let's talk about this, what were the most difficult things to process and release or integrate in that moment of life for you? Oh my goodness, there have been so many things. Like, our inner worlds are, are deep, dark caverns of treasure artifacts and it's like it is dark and scary in there and the the most beautiful adventure of our life is like spelunking through our own our own hearts and our psyche and I'm like a student of this I feel like I learn about myself constantly and a lot of patterns come up I think I some that were really present in the beginning was because I was living or because I was in community I was around a lot of people who were living a lifestyle that I really admired because I was coming from this like hyper-masculine place and now I'm in the jungle surrounded by these like beautiful intuitive people and I was a healer but everyone else was a healer a lot of wounds started to come up with judgment and ego and separation so I was really confronted with a lot of separation and you know I remember distinct moments where I chose to actually see like sister wound stuff for example which is something I'm very passionate about and I've done a lot of work on is when I started to realize the stories that I was creating in order to um, continue separation right and there were distinct moments where I had the opportunity to actually make the choice to see the beauty in another woman or to see the brilliance in another man and realize that 
seeing this person and seeing the beauty in this person was a way of like loving myself more. So I realized that a lot of what I was rejecting in the people around me were things I rejected myself, things I denied about myself, things I had yet to witness in myself. So as I was doing the work on myself, I was really, it was, it's kind of like twofold. It's like, when you start to love yourself, you can start to love other people, but loving other people is also an amazing gateway into loving yourself. And I've always been the kind of person where, you know, I'm like Pisces in the fifth house, sun and moon. So I'm like, they, I've always been really friendly and agreeable and almost like a little, like too adaptable where it's like, I can be everyone's friend. That's why I um, love your energy. You've got so much water. I'm like, I just yeah, feel like, I know. Like, I your cancer moon, girl. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've always been able to, like, I've, I never had a problem with, um, like, making friends because I've, I've kind of been like a people pleaser. But I really, like, once you slow down and you're not constantly being distracted by, like, your job or TV and the pharmaceuticals and all the things that are designed to just keep you just showing up where you're supposed to show up at every hour of the day, then all of a sudden you can start to really hear the thoughts, really notice the ego and really start to like observe it with way more discernment. So a lot of came up around that, around validation. Oh my goodness. There was so much, so much just deep healing has happened. I think yeah. a recent one that I've I've been integrating more like in the past six months is um, like overcoming like fear of rejection and giving myself permission to go to the next level because yeah it's I mean we're on the growth path you know it's and we're entering uncharted territory constantly it's what we signed up for and it's like it's so amazing because we're constantly experiencing something new and we're constantly like stewarding other brave men and women into this new way of life into higher levels of consciousness but we have to give ourselves permission to get there because it's like you come up against a ceiling sometimes which is like your growth edge and it's like okay this is my wheelhouse now i've got these clients i'm doing this work and i know i'm going to get to the other side of it but it's scary because we have a, a sense of like what, what safety feels like in our body. And, you know, so really creating a kind of relationship to your fears, bringing safety and that regulate re sense of regulation into the body and into the nervous system has been like a huge lesson for me recently. And I feel personally like the past six months have been, like some of the most intense, it's probably been the most intense six months of my life, like so much growth. So it's like the feedback loop becomes so much faster. And I love this because, you know, one of the things that I teach is like self mastery. And I feel like I'm just being initiated into deeper self mastery, like yeah. all of the time. We are like, on every that day. path of self mastery. That's exactly what right? it is if you want to summarize right. it. And and ultimately, it's it's coming back to just what you said. One of the first steps for you, or or the biggest lesson, was learning to love yourself, learning to love yourself, and learning to love yourself 
through loving others and through the inevitable process that happens when you choose to quantum leap, take that next massive step, massive leap into uncharted unknown waters is your ego gets tested. I just got like a visual of like your ego gets like missiles, like it gets bombed, you know, because the unknown is inevitably that's that's how we live our life. It's life. It's like we free fall into we're gonna figure the fuck out always no matter what. So you know there is going to be worry and there is going to be fear because we are human and we honor that but also it always works out. It's never not worked out. So I'm gonna free fall into it and you know spread my wings and ultimately learn how to fly. But I think what happens is with that big grand change is the ego's like this is not safe. What are you doing? You've never done this before. I don't trust you. And then it creates all of these illusions and these thoughts and, and, and it intensifies those fears to the point where you just have to surrender because totally. you're not your mind either. And I want to segue into, you know, after this year or after the year of healing, like more of your story into what led you to becoming the entrepreneur, the coach, the healer that you just naturally are, by the way. Like, you don't have to be like, I mean, you don't, like, you don't have to be healing somebody to be a healer. You just are a healer. You just have that aura. It's just what you're meant to be here for, like, purely just your energy, you know? You have that, and it's it's so beautiful. But what led you to the path of entrepreneurship? Because that in itself is you guys it's speaking of self-mastery it's like a literally the biggest challenge I've ever experienced is running my own business but you evolve so much it's so fucking cool at the same time oh my gosh 100% it is like truly like the biggest initiation of my life up until this point creating a business because it's like it is like the most blinding mirror Right. Because when you're especially when your business is like your service, your presence, like I do coaching. So it's like it's literally my codes, my time that I'm selling in a way. But it's like, how much do I believe in what I'm doing? Right. And it's like you really have to detach from the ego because I'm not it's not. Oh, like how much do I believe money? Do I believe I'm worth? It's like, no, like how much am I willing to be brave and put myself out there so that I can support others, right? Because it's not about me. It's not about my business. It's about supporting other people. And that's really how I got into this is like, I just have had so like, I feel like I had, I've had, we, we all have guardian angels the entire time. Remember, it's like, I just feel so, I feel so supported. Like the to be able to be where I am today and like what I've been through, the people that I've met, the people that have supported me along the way with their presence, with their mentorship, with their deep wisdom, as well as just the way, like the things that I've received directly from source. Like that's my greatest teacher is source. I have, we spent a lot of time alone together <laughs> and it's like, yeah. you know, I, it's like the overflow my, it's like the overflow, you know, and it, 
Yeah. I mean, I won't, I'll be honest. Like there are times where I'm like, why did I choose like this? Like, you know, why, like, why, why didn't I just on the beach, you know? But it's like, I know why. And it's because I believe that this planet is healing. Mm -hmm. I believe that I have a big role to play in that. And I, and it's like, when I think of my vision for the future, right? Because I felt it in my own life. Like I am my first client because I went from being truly a prisoner, a prisoner, like, yeah, to the system and whatever, but I was a prisoner to my own mind, my own behaviors. I gave my power away in relationship. I gave my power away with intimacy. I numbed myself. Like I was, I was basically went from being this lifeless person like I just got I I heard a few things and I just followed I just trusted and I followed my heart for long enough and I got to a point where I'm like I never knew life could be this good and it's not like oh I live I live in Mexico I love it I love Tulum every day I ride my little motor scooter around and I'm like I buy my papaya and I have amazing friends here and I'm like, I love my life. But the best thing is just loving myself. Because I was I used to hate myself. And I didn't even know it at the time. I didn't know that I, I, that I didn't love myself until I actually started to love myself. And it was like the healing. Because I realized I was never broken. I realized that I was a compassionate person that just needed, that, that was giving my power away. And I reclaimed my power. And I just gave myself so much compassion. And I also... Like there were times where I willingly let go of like, I, I was, I was willing. And I think this is important. So like, listen up, everybody, you have to be willing to be proven wrong, right? Because our mind has stories. How attached are you to those stories? Because if you're listening to us talk and you're like, okay, these, these women are the lucky ones who got to, who got, who made it out and they're making it work. Like, if that's your story, like that, that will be your reality. It's like, just be willing to be proven wrong, right? For me, I was like, you know what? Prove me wrong. Prove the stories in my mind wrong because they're not working for me. And that has just, oh my gosh. Like, anyways, like I just got to this place where I realized I, I, I was tasting freedom for the first time. And it was like freedom over my own choices, freedom with my body, freedom, like really with my spirit, I was like, oh my gosh, I felt so unplugged from the lies. Like I had to prove anything to anybody. And I was like, this is what I want to make people feel. Like I want to support people, like liberate people. Because what's it all for? You know? And and I will say, I got this question once from a friend from like kind of like a Yale friend. And he was like, and we were talking and I was kind of telling him about my vision. And he was like, but why do you care about helping so many people? <laughs> And I, and I was like, that's a fair question, but I think we're human experience. We're, it's in our, it's in our blood. We can't, it's in our blood. Yeah. It's in our blood. And I've had say, those like, moments many times where you're kind of at a low point and either somebody's betrayed you or hurt you or whatever, you know, yeah. has happened. And you're like, why do I give everything of myself to like bettering this planet? Yeah. But I think ultimately, and we will talk about your vision as well. Ultimately it's, it's about bettering this planet. It's about the consciousness. It's about creating a new way of happiness out of suffering and into liberation 
from fear to love that you and I, we were put here to do, right? So it's not just about having people. It's about making this place a better, more high vibrational heaven on earth place to live so that ultimately we can heal everyone that is encompassed within this land. 100%. And when we, when we work on ourselves and I'm like, I, I work on myself first. Like that's, I, I still like do inner work every single day. And I was, I, I will be doing that until I go, like I'm a seeker. But when we do work on ourselves, even if you're going to therapy, you're going to yoga, well, the path of self-actualization, whether you identify with that label or not, it's the path of consciousness, right? Because as you self-actualize, as you learn about your true nature, which is infinite and unchanging, you start to detach from the worldly identity, attach, detach from the ego, or you develop a relationship with the ego that is like way less like debilitating, way less crippling. It's like, it's to be like, I have no ego. That's just your spiritual ego, right? Because we all have them. But as you get more connected to the unchanging part of you, you realize that the unchanging part of you is the unchanging part of me, right? So it is like as our consciousness elevates, as we awaken or ascend or are on the path of enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, even if it's just the path of self-love, it's literally the same thing. But you get connected to oneness. Like, because that's what it is. One Oneness is like source itself. So loving yourself is connecting to oneness. And you realize that it's actually really important that we all do this together. And that's why we're here, you know, not just for our own experience, but to really like support this collective mm -hmm. remembrance. Because we can't, it's like, we, we have, it's like we have to do it together because we're just, um, like fractals of the whole of the universe itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's you've said so many incredible things. I'm trying to remember the ones that I really want to Number one is you said I had to be my own healer first. Mm. And there's just so many um so many parts of your story that I just deeply resonate with because that's so true. It's like healers coaches for the most part the ones that are genuinely on the path just like you said not for the followers not for the money not for the list but on the path of service because we have given our lives into the hands of god of source whatever you want to call it the universe because we want to be of service it's because we have been in the pits of despair, in the bellies of, in the belly of the beast, in the, the depths of hell. We have been there. We have traversed the pain, the darkness, the disconnection, the physical health issues, the mental health issues. We have been there. And, and we've got to a point of such in, immense suffering that we had nothing we had two choices either we die and we get the fuck up and we keep going and figure out a new way because the old way was not working right and I think so many people look at people like us and they're like what are they doing <laughs> but that's why we do it we do this because we did it for us and then we want to show you that there's another way and you also said 
if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, like they're so lucky. We are not lucky. Okay. <laughs> you knew, like go back to a few of the other episodes. I am not lucky. I have done this all by myself. You know, like I have, we have had the bravery and the courage to be like, I deserve more. Even when we felt like we didn't, we, a part of us was a little bit stronger and felt like we did. We're like, I deserve more. I deserve better. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be out of pain. And we had the courage and the grit and the bandwidth and the fucking strength to go after our dreams. So there's, mm-hmm. I think there's lucky moments, but this lifestyle, this success, this business that you're creating, this, this business that I'm creating, this is not luck, my love. No. It was bred from the teacher of pain and the the you know when a diamond is or when coal is compressed right like we were that coal and we were we put so much pressure on ourselves and the the world put so much fucking pressure on us that inevitably we were either to be crushed or turned into a diamond and chose to turn into a fucking diamond so so Nicki Minaj says she there's a song where she goes no I'm not lucky I'm blessed and that's what it is because it's like leaning into the blessings and also knowing that every moment you have a choice. And when you're living this life, it's like every single day I have a choice to live in fear or to choose to integrate my fear and put my face out in the world. Every sing- It's like every day you have moments where you can choose to stay in your default or you can diverge from your current path, right? And this is something we were gonna talk about. It's like your life is your manifestation. And sometimes it's like you have to be really intentional about diverging from your current manifestation if you want to create something different and it's like wow that's when you get into really high frequency co-creative power is when you take that ownership and you say okay how at the at the microcosmic like the the small micro moments are the choices that end up creating your entire reality like are you the person that you know smiles at a stranger or not it's like it seems like it's so mundane and it's insignificant but over time these little moments are going to create your entire reality and it's like do you want to see the world smiling back at you or not you know and the, the I, I love what you said too about the pain because what I'm like leaning into big time right now and what I work, do the work with my clients is like realizing that the story like our stories are our hero stories like the pain like not only do these moments like they, they these these moments like activate the shit out of us especially as like intuitives it's like there are moments where it's like the dials are turning in different parts of like the the magic that's inside of us so it's really it's so like our we 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 get so much out of it when we're willing to when we're willing to see <clears throat> some of our experiences are as our initiations and then realizing that our hero story is a part of our service to this world, right? Because, you know, we're, we're, we're all unique. We're all human. But so many of these experiences are so universal. And to, to, to meet, to have this pain and to come out on the other side, to do it for yourself, to like learn how to love yourself despite this deep, deep pain basically gives you this like incredible opportunity to guide other people to the same experience. And it's so interesting because 
like the people that I'm working with, maybe I'm the first mentor that they've ever had. And, you know, for some, some people that I work with are like, have been in the spiritual path now for quite some time. Some people are more new, but it's like, you realize that all of this work is to basically integrate your story and realize that it's your superpower, you know? And it's like the most, like, I feel like on a regular basis, I'm like, I, right when you think like you've healed something, it's like you just go to the deeper, the next layer and you reach new heights of worthiness. And it's like amazing because I continuously get to affirm my own worthiness to myself as I teach worthiness to other people. And the pain is kind of like the vehicle to learning for, for so many things. You said that your life is your manifestation. Mm. And and I believe that if you want the world to smile back at you, are you going out and smiling to the world? You know, and I know that both of you and I, I put my headphones in, I walk down the street with pants, <laughs> and I'm like, and I see you doing it on your, I, I see you doing it on your story. Every like, single day. That's one of my girls. Like, that is one of my friends. Like, are you creating love and peace and happiness? And it's not going to, look like this all the time right but are you doing your best to just fucking love your life and the space that you have and and be grateful for what you do have that's that's the other thing is this is a good segue um when it comes to like investing in a coach right and investing in a healer and i know that you've you and i we have invested so much into ourselves into other people's businesses like inevitably so that we can grow it's just this it's when you invest in someone that is in the position of where you want to be and you're just interacting with them energetically it's like a whole you're being upgraded it's like your internal like your iphone just upgraded like your internal energetic system just upgraded because you're speaking to that millionaire or that billionaire or that high level fucking healer that has skills that you don't or you know all of these different aspects you're speaking to people that are just like a level or two up above you and ultimately that energetic exchange lifts you up to that frequency Mm -hmm. and i say all of this because I, I think another difficulty, a, a challenging belief that we have in the States is like, I, you know, an investment in myself. I'll invest in this Birkin bag. I'll invest in this new house in Hawaii that I go to once, once a year. Um, I'll invest in, you know, getting my face done. But when it comes to investing in my heart, my physical health, which through natural solutions, um, nutrition, exercise, whatever it is, massage, energy work, coaching, that literally changes your fucking life. We have that such a struggle, such a struggle to be like, oh my God, invest in myself. When in reality, you get a better return in all facets of your life with this type of investment. So when did you start realizing, well, I want to know what your perspective is on that. And also when did you start investing in yourself in that way? Oh my gosh. I love this subject. This subject is so important because you are completely, you're, you're completely right that we have this completely 
backward sense of like investing in ourselves back in the States. And there's this like, there's this really like individual mindset that we have to like do it alone, you know? And the truth is, is like, like you said, entering into a container, into a mentorship is basically like inviting in the codes and the support and the wisdom of someone who is a little further ahead on the path than you in some ways. It's not even, the thing is it's new earth coaching. In my opinion, it's not like a hierarchy. Let's talk talk about that. Yeah. It's like, it's literally you're entering into agreement to, to receive from someone. And it's so interesting because like it, it's like the scarcity mindset of I have to go it alone or what if I don't make my money back? Or, you know, like, how do you, like, put a dollar amount on, like, something like transformation coaching or healing? And it's it's really unfortunate because investing in yourself should be really exciting. It should, it should, like, it should be, like, deeply energizing to be like, wow, I'm showing the universe that I'm like that my growth, my healing, my service, my gifts, turning my gifts on, healing my nervous system is so important to me that I'm willing to put this energy into it. Money just being a form of energy. It's like, you know, the money won't do the work for you. You still have to do the work, but it does create an outsized, like a disproportionate supportive um, momentum. And, oh my gosh, like, one of my closest sisters in the world, like, I've been, I talk to this woman all the time, one of the most gifted mystics I've ever met in my life, and for a year and a half, she was my mentor, she was my mentor, and we had weekly sessions, I, you know, like, we were in a sacred exchange container, and we, it looked, it took different forms, but I remember, like, when it ended at some point last year, it was like, okay, now we're just sisters, you know? And not that she was ever on a pedestal and I was her student. She was my teacher. But we got to a point where it was like, she taught me everything she needed to teach me. And then now, like, I'm just at a different level than I was. Like, it's it blows my mind. And, you know, to to remember when when I first met her, how much I looked up to her, and now I just see her as like one of my favorite mirrors. Because that's what you're doing when you're entering into in a container. You're like agreeing to receive someone's codes, and you're compensating them for it. You're supporting them; they're supporting you. It's like, it's like that. I I posted something. I remember you posted that. I was I was, I was like, if you want to invest in a system that's always telling you you need to spend money on garbage in order to be happy. Invest your money in yourself. Invest your money in yourself and in your growth and in your healing. Don't just buy the next model of whatever because you think it's going to make you happy because it's not. You put that money in yourself and like the return is going to be way, way better. And this is like a huge change because it's like deep, deep conditioning of like, oh, if someone's trying to sell me something, they're trying to scam me. I remember my most recent mentorship I entered into was a huge investment a really big investment and we have part of me is being like am I being scammed because this is what they teach us in America that no one just does anything out of the goodness of their heart but the truth is is like 
what this woman is giving me is so invaluable. It is so invaluable the way she's supporting me and my evolution and being the kind of person that I want to be with the vision that I have for my own life that I could see when I was given this opportunity to make this investment and work with a next level big leagues business mentor, I could see the two paths open, right? Because we're working in the quantum field. So it's like there's timelines. I could see the two timelines, the one that I was in, which was a good timeline. I was building my business. I was working on myself. Or I could like put down this big statement and basically diverge and go on to a different path. And I was like, how am I worthy? Do I believe I'm worthy of that kind of support? And that's what it was. It was an exercise in worthiness. And I'm like, I'm willing to do what it takes. I'm willing to do what it takes. And I trust that God wants this for me. And God gave me this opportunity for a reason. I'm mm -hmm. never going to be out on the street right? This is in service of the highest path. And every once in a while, God gives us like, this is God gives us opportunities. And when I say God, like it can be the universe, whatever, whatever connects with whoever's listening, God will give you opportunities that are like little quantum leap opportunities. It's almost like a trap door, like a side door on your path that can bring you into another timeline. And those are really scary. And in those moments is when the ego wants to stay small and safe. And it's going to be like, give you all the reasons not to do it. All the reasons not to do it. Oh, like you don't have the, you don't have the money or like, you don't know, like the, the stories are going to come up. Like the fears are going to come up to try and keep you where you are because to go to that next level, it's like what we were talking about earlier. Like that's freaking scary. It's scary to go to the next level because it's uncharted territory. You've never been there before, but it's being like, can I bring the safety into my body and affirm my worthiness to myself? Like I believe in myself. I trust myself. I trust my intuition. I know, I know I want this. And mm -hmm. so like being in that position where I'm like, I know I need to do this and I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it work. Like getting that, that's, that's how you end up creating a life that you want. It's like learning how to take risks and learning how to overcome your fears. That's how you end up living like a life that you fucking love you yeah. have to overwrite so many fears yeah you know but it, that doesn't necessarily get easy but you become way more masterful at playing that game yeah yeah I agree I think I mean I have had mentors and coaches literally my whole life and you know mm. just from like being an athlete so kind yeah. of knowing different type of coaching right For but sure. just knowing that that necessity of having somebody in your corner teaching you obviously we've all had teachers teaching you how to get from point a to point b and you know what comes up for me is you can't get from point a to point b without some form of transportation right the transportation can be a book you're not going to get fully to point b with a book okay yeah it's going to take a long time maybe two books, maybe three, maybe four, whatever. Um, the, the transportation can be like an online, online cheap course, right? And maybe that'll get you halfway to point B. But I know from my experience of investing over and over and over again, even when I didn't want to, even when it was fucking scary, that I, I was able to get from point A to point D, to point E, to point F, just with one person. You know, and it's not just the fear of 
um, like, you know, or, or the mindset of feeling like we have to do it by ourselves because division is so true, is so real in the States. Like, that's a huge part of it. It's like, ah, like, I need to be, I need to be independent. But the fact of the matter is that when you allow people into your space that are, that are doing this because they want to help you, you will grow exponentially. And it, just like you said, is absolutely invaluable and when you make that investment you're showing the universe that like you're also healing your love for yourself because Mm. most of the time we are terrified to invest in ourselves also because we don't feel like we deserve it we're like investing in myself Mm -mm. no and you know it doesn't feel good I'm going to invest in everybody else and inevitably suck my energy dry in the process and Number two, it's healing your belief in your energetic relationship with money. Because you and I have invested when, I mean, I I remember like the first thing I really started to prioritize in my early 20s and like late teens was nutrition. And so I was investing in, before I had money to invest in like a therapist or a coach, which I've invested all in by myself without the help of anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I would start investing in nutrition and like yoga classes because I knew that that was healing me, right? Even when I had a hundred dollars in my bank account and it just shows you like the, the fear that we have around spending money as well and how that is something that needs to be healed because in the States we can have $70,000 in our bank account and three properties and still think we're poor, right? But doing those things that are scary shows the universe that you're ready for more. And being and having your hand held by and like a spiritually tapped in, energetic, loving being that's been in a position that you are in now, the growth, I, I said it already, the growth is just it, it's unimaginable. Yeah. You know? And learn to surrender into asking or wanting help. Asking for or wanting help. Totally. Two things that are kind of coming up. It's like money's energy. So if you think about like where you're putting your energy in your life is where it's like, where you're, what plants are you watering in your life? Right. So if you're investing in your health through organic food, like your health is going to blossom. If you're investing in your spiritual growth by like, you know, working with a teacher or going on a pilgrimage somewhere, like your spiritual health is going to blossom. If you're really focusing on like connecting to your soul's purpose. So you're investing in a transformation coach or a leadership coach, your leadership will blossom. This is how it works, right? If that energy is just sitting, collecting dust, like, you know, it's, you're, it's, you're not going to have the results in your life that you want. The other thing that you said is like, getting help does not mean you are broken. Getting help means that you love yourself so much that you know that there's more available to you. And I shared this. I went on live on Instagram last week. If you went to the top CEOs, the top athletes in the world, the, the, the CEOs, the investors, they're all working with coaches. They're all working with mentors. They're all working with spiritual teachers. They're working with astrologers. Healers, astrologers. Astrologers. They're working with high level people that are helping them get to the next level of their consciousness, not because they're broken, right? There's not this taboo around working with someone to get better, get to your next level, right? 
So the people at their top, they're continuing to level up because they're seeking the support. And yeah, they have the resources, but people know that if you want to be at the top of your game, you have to continuously be improving yourself, continuously be improving yourself. I work with a mentor. I work on myself every single day. So you don't want to be stuck in this place where like our egos don't want to admit that like we need help because you don't need help, but it's like gift yourself support because you are worthy. Gift yourself support because you are worthy. It's, it's literally turns the paradigm upside down. It turns the paradigm upside down. It's so interesting because being in this world, it's like, like it's, it's high, it's high frequency relating, right? It's not like there, it's not zero sum. It's like, no one's trying to scam you. Like if you can believe it, it's like people are actually out here with their sole mission to help you thrive. Don't you want to find that person? Don't you want to connect with that person? Because guess what? When you connect with that person, what's going to happen is you're going to be in a place where you meet someone else and you're, it's in your contract to help them. And that's how we heal the world is by like being, building that web of support. And it can be formal coaching, formal, like private mentorship and, and some different stuff too. But it's like, you know, this stuff that especially like our style, Danny, like we're in, we're very energetic. Like someone can hear us speak and it, it will stir their hearts and they're going to be like, wow, this woman is I need to meet this woman right and like that's like the intuitive nudge like this is your soul guiding you to like your next like like your next level like through these conduits right just like when that book like mysterious like when you see that book and you open it and it just changes your life like we get to be that for people it's like the best thing in the entire world it is the best thing in the entire world and you know like we, we live in a world or like our world, for example, our reality, like we meet a lot of people who do the kind of work that we do. And, but guess what? It's like so many, like I have to remind myself constantly that we're all unique. We all have something special to offer. Like when I see you, Danny, I don't think of you as like my competition as a coach. I see you as like a sister, a mirror and inspiration, you know, and I know you see me the same way, but it's like, there are so many people out there that are ready to step into themselves and just to be a mirror for those people, you know, people who are ready to claim more is like literally, it's like beyond my wildest dreams. I never would have imagined when I was working in Wall Street, like at two in the morning, like eating takeout at my desk, wearing high heels, like in a suit, being like, I'm going to help people like love themselves and self-actualize and find holistic help. I never would have imagined it, you know, and I wouldn't be here if it weren't for the people who really supported me on that journey too, right? Because they'd also been through it or been through some variation of it. I love it. I'm a huge fan of coaching. (laughs) Of course. It's like we, we plant these little seeds in people and you know they plant these little seeds in us and those seeds grow as we grow and ultimately we just we create this new earth that i definitely we create this new earth as we're we're planting seeds in each other that i definitely want to touch on because that's something that you really talk about quite a bit um so tell me more about how this new earth 
theory or perspective or vision in correspondence with manifestation and magic, which is what you and I love, um, has really infused in your business and in your life. Mm. And, and if oh you could gosh. tell us what the new word is. Yes. If you could see my face, whoever's listening, when Danny mentions New Earth, I was like, I light up because this is my passion. And New Earth to me, um, or Eckhart Tolle wrote this book, A New Earth, and he describes New Earth as basically higher consciousness manifested in the physical realm. So when I think of higher consciousness, it's kind of like what we were talking, what I was talking about earlier about that connecting to like the unchanging parts of ourselves connecting to source and it's like higher vibrational loving consciousness so new earth is the new paradigm where we're not living in scarcity so practically speaking it's like how do you create a system that is not zero sum that benefits all players how do you change the metrics that we saw for so that's not just profit but maybe it's joy or maybe it's and and these are like these are new paradigm concepts so you might hear this and say oh yeah yeah whatever sounds nice but it's like really really creating the space for this to be possible because it's higher consciousness it's oneness and love and respect and unity reflected out into the world so yeah, the way New Earth kind of relates to my business, it's like really giving people, part of what I do is I give people the tools to discover this this higher consciousness. And you do it through understanding yourself and understanding the world around you. And taking ownership over your current experience, your current manifestation. And I was talking to a client about this yesterday. A really interesting subject that I'm very passionate about is ownership. And I don't mean ownership and like owning possessions, but like taking ownership over your decisions, taking ownership of your experiences. And this is like high level co-creative work to realize that you manifested everything for a reason right like that can be really hard we're not victim blaming but it's like how can you take ownership of the greater masterpiece that is your story and then write it on your own terms this takes really high level consciousness because you have to accept like you step into your co-creative power and what i mean by that is really understanding that your reality, the way you experience your life, what surrounds you in the physical realm, as well as the energy that moves you across different realms is completely your own. It's, it's a co-creation between you and the divine. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. But once you swallow it, it's also like the red pill, right? Because it's like, if you manifested this, what else can you manifest? It's just your choice. <laughs> I know you can relate to this. Yeah, I think that's that's so true. That's such a key thing to make sure listeners 
you digest is none of this can change unless you look yourself in your eyes and you take responsibility for your life. You take responsibility without shame or working yes. through the releasing of shame, working through the releasing of judging yourself for previous experiences. Learn how to love and accept what's already happened because inevitably the past no longer exists. You're only allowing it to exist in your mind and continuously create suffering. Learn how to accept take ownership, move forward, and then realize, like you said, you manifested all of that, whether it was subconscious or consciously, and now that you've accepted and loved and, and you're moving forward, what do you want to manifest now? And the new earth, in my perspective, is, and you said this to me too, is also realizing that we are inherently abundant beings like mm. abundance and wealth and success and happiness and joy is our fucking birthright. Doesn't mean that we're not going to experience the opposite of those things, but um, you know, it's our birthright to be abundant, to be happy, and to be free. And the new mm. earth offers this this truth that we all have a specific piece of energy and, and magic that we're supposed to be expressing to the world and through our own creations and in doing that you will be abundant I will be abundant we will all be abundant together because we're here to collaborate and to help each other that's the new earth is getting out of this suffering fear I need mm-hmm. to do this be this way kind of bullshit kind of how we've been talking this Mm-hmm. podcast right and into yeah. no these are my dreams I can achieve and I desire everything I, I can create everything that I desire I can achieve everything that I want everything there is no limit to the potential of what my life can look like absolutely I love this because I got to a point which was a huge breakthrough moment that I had when I realized that my life was was basically like the ceiling of my life, of what my potential was, was literally my imagination, was literally what I could conceive for myself. And it's so interesting because sometimes when I start working with someone, I ask them, I'm like, okay, what are your goals? Like, what are your dreams? And people actually have a hard time or they'll lay a dream. I'm like, okay, go bigger, you know? Not to shame anyone for your dreams, but, like, if you think, like, oh, my God, like, someday I'm going to make half a million dollars a year, you're never going to make more than that. I'm not saying that's a lot or a little, but it's that's the way it goes for life, right? Like, you know, someday I'm going to have my house and my dog, and I'm going to be so happy, and that'll be your life, and I hope you're happy. But guess what? If you want to start a community in Hawaii and you want to move hundreds of thousands of people by being a bestseller, you can do that too. But it's not going to happen if you don't believe you can do it and if you don't invite the possibility into your life. And it's also important to know that you're also working with, you're working up against ceilings with the lineage too. And that's why healing work and like working with someone um, who's masterful and like the subconscious like this is really supportive because I remember like I was in this yeah I was in this hypnotherapy session and it was like I could feel like the the capacity of like my lineage 
to like be happy. Like no one in my family had ever been happier than like this certain amount. And no hate to my family. It's like, you know, my lineage has been through a lot. Like I've got, you know, like everyone has, everyone on this planet has, has ancestors that have been through challenging things. Like for the most part, I can't, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but it's like, we're not hating on our ancestors. It's really difficult to believe that. Right. Right. I think it's, it has yeah, to be already. I definitely <laughs> think it's, right. yeah, it has to be, right? And, and you and I, and people that align with us, we're those lineage healers and workers. Yeah, the cycle well. breakers. That's totally. a great point. Right. So it's like you have to give yourself permission to like break through that ceiling and you have to bring awareness to it, not with shame, not being like, like the last thing you want is to like separate yourself from your family, but be like, you know what? I'm going to rewrite the story and it can be for your family. It can be for your community. It can be for yourself, like for anything like you get to, be, you get to rewrite the story. So that's why don't get so attached to the, 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 the former story. Get more excited about the story you do want to write. You know, like I have a client and um, she's a writer and she's an amazing writer and she gets a lot of, she hears a lot of stories about how writers can't make money. And I'm like, well, what story are you writing about writers? Right? Like she, she went to, um, she was talking about how this writer came to speak in this seminar. And I was like, when you're the one speaking in the seminar, what's the story you're going to tell? And how are you going to tell show people what is possible as opposed to telling them what's not possible. This is new paradigm leadership, you know? And it's like, th this is the th the privilege that we get to have being on this planet as co-creators, being like, you know, we actually get to get to write, and everyone gets to write, rewrite the story. Everyone gets to rewrite the story. And when you're thinking about how your current life is your current manifestation, you also get to decide how you perceive it, right? Like, yeah, you're seeing what maybe you don't want or you're seeing what you do like. But maybe, like, a great question to ask yourself is, like, what lesson did I invite into my life in this moment? Right? What lesson am I inviting into my life? And, like, just try and make an effort to, like, learn the lesson. Or else you're going to keep manifesting it until you learn it. You're going to be in the same pattern you're going to subconsciously attract the same situation over and over again until you learn the lesson. This happens, this shows up a lot in our interpersonal relationships. You know, if you don't heal it, if you don't integrate it, it's just going to keep, because it's a part of your soul's contract to learn this lesson. That's why you called it in. So if you're not learning it, you're literally just going to be, you're, it's like, it'll be a, it'll be a, a different man or a different woman or a different dynamic, just giving you the same opportunity to learn the lesson. Because you're asking for it. It's like you want the lesson. You just don't realize that you want it. <laughs> now we're riffing. So, so beautiful. I think what I'm gathering from you and how you work with your clients is really about intuitively using the knowledge and the experience that you have with each individual client. Right? Or do you have like a, a very specific specialty? Like, tell us a little bit more how you work with your clients. Yeah, totally. So, my the program that I'm launching soon that I've been piloting with some clients 
uh, over the past several months is called Alchemical Leadership. And this is a leadership private mentorship, and it's really about taking you from where you are now, maybe stuck in some patterns, um, having fears kind of constricting your your flow of energy in your life, getting you to a place where not only are you thriving, but you're, you've actually alchemized your story into your surface, right? A lot of people I work with are people who are healers, they're people who are visionaries, who have a story to tell or they have a message to share and they just need support in doing it. So the first part is really like the deconditioning phase and that's working with the subconscious, working with behaviors and choices, heart coherence, and really creating like resetting the subconscious so that it's working for you. And so often, like we do a lot of inner child work, so often what we integrate in this phase ends up being like the puzzle pieces to the actual service, right? And, you know, like one of my clients, she's amazing. We were doing a lot of inner child work and her dharma is really about sharing like alternative health practices and it's really beautiful like ancient wisdom like super new earth like empowering people to make sovereign choices with their health that's a big part of it but also as she's um, overcoming some of the things that have been keeping her small she's realizing that she also wants to share empower people to overcome the same blocks that she had because we'll be basically like we're like rubik's cubes where everything is like kind of jumbled and it can be confusing and we're trying to figure out ourselves but once we start tinkering it we can make sense of our karma and our stories and our lessons that we came here to learn and then you realize that there are people out there with really similar rubik's cubes to you and you get to help them and it becomes like once we learn to love ourselves and integrate these things like you just become so passionate about it and it becomes um, a part of your service so it's it's really beautiful because you know, it's, it's really inspired by my own experience where I had to, I healed myself. I became a leader. I started to share my voice, even though I was so afraid of being judged. And I was afraid that people would think I was crazy. That people would reject me. People were going to talk about me behind my back. And then I was like, am I going to let that stop me from supporting the evolution of humanity? And one day I just decided no. And I have to decide that over and over again. But it's like people, I mean, the people that I talk to and the people that I work with are like, these people are so powerful and they just need that, that reminder and the tools to like fully shine, right? Because I love the transformation work. I feel like transformation and life coaching and healing and leadership, they're all so congruous because, you know, your transformation is what makes you a leader, because you're the invitation, you're the example. And everyone's like, we have these like unique journeys that we get to share with people that is the exact medicine that they need. Right? And that it's it's reminds me of this quote, turning your mess into your message. And I added mm. a little addition to it, turning your mess into your message and then into your mission. 
And that's the new earth, baby. Like that is what we're doing. We're looking at all the shit that we went through and overcame and all of everything that we gained in the process of that. And then bringing that pure fucking white light magic to people and then helping them to do the same, realizing that our life and our soul and our experiences our currency is our value right and and helping people who are in that position now where we used to be is so rewarding you know it's almost mm-hmm. like we're healing these or we're supporting these younger versions of ourselves and healing these younger versions of ourselves as well in the process of doing that totally so, yeah giving them the voice like our inner children the voice mm-hmm. to share is so healing so, well I want to ask you I'm going to put you on the spot for a second okay (laughs) I'm going to give you a moment to breathe and answer if there is one just pure nugget of wisdom or a channeled message that has completely changed your life that you want to share anything you want to share with the listeners right now that you feel like you need to your soul and your heart is guiding you to do so. Please do. Mm. What's coming through right now is this message that, like, we did not come here to be perfect. We did not come here to be perfect. We came here to be human, to feel everything. And don't let the fear of imperfection stop you from sharing your your authentic unique medicine because actually like that mess is what makes your medicine so potent and so powerful and yeah you're perfect as you are it's like perfectly imperfect you and are the medicine. you are the medicine <sighs> and when I say this, it's like, I'm saying this to you, Danny. I'm saying this to myself. I'm saying this to anyone listening. It's like, uh, and just really like letting that land and, you know, developing that relationship to yourself where you're not, yeah, where you're just honoring your beautiful mess, your beautiful medicine that you are. It's so worthy. It's it's the most like best endeavor is to just embrace yourself and the work that you're doing. You know, because I know I I'm sure Danny, your listeners are like men and women who like do the work on themselves. They're curious, they're spiritual, and like you're do it's it's like you guys are like the brave warriors of the world. You know, it's it's God's work. It's it's truly like the work that we need people to do. And that's why like empowering us, empowering each of us to get to that next level where we feel like we can share and really embody these lessons that we pursue is really important because that's how it expands to more people because everyone listening in here is also a leader, you know, and they also have a message to share and and really, really unique medicine that the world needs, you know, and, one thing I like to remind people is that it's new earth. It's new. It's new earth. It's like we're literally the front line of this thing. You know, we're the people that are paving the way for others. And if you're listening to this, maybe you're not a coach. Maybe you don't feel like you're living in your dharma yet. 
but that's still you. You still get to choose if you want to be a trailblazer. And it starts by making those decisions every day that are in alignment with the world that you want and diverging from the default, right? So thank you everyone for like doing the work on yourself. Even if you meditate once a week or go to therapy, whatever it is, like working on yourself, that's what we need in the world. People loving themselves and affirming their worthiness to themselves. When you were saying you are the medicine, you were, you were like tilted back and you had the biggest <laughs> smile on your face. And I was like, you are the medicine. Like, you're you're the medicine. You're so bright. I hope you guys go check out the YouTube video because you'll just like see her face and you'll be like, yeah, she's the medicine, you know? And, and we both are, right? And you get to this yeah, point sure. where you're less toxic and there's less tension and there's less anxiety and there's less judgments of yourself. When you excavate that shit from your core, when you do that inner totally. work, and then you start to radiate the way that both of us are on this yeah, podcast right now, and find those connections. And like, I feel so charged and so energized. I do want to wrap it up in a beautiful little bow. Georgia Blatchford, thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Coach, healer, you are the medicine. She's out into loom, living her life as a digital nomad. Tell the people where to find you and where it's connected. So you guys can find me on Instagram. I post a lot there. It's just Georgia underscore Blatchford, my last name. I also have a website where some of my offerings are posted, georgiablatchford.com. And I would love to connect with you. So feel free to like send me a DM um, or an email. All that's on my website. And Danny, I just... I love you, sister. I love what you're doing in this podcast. I love you too. Your work in the world, your retreats. Like, it's truly like just seeing other women, especially like you as a woman, just out there, like so committed to your mission of, of, of paying it forward, right? It's like paying it forward every day. It's just like the greatest honor. And I'm so honored to know you, sister. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for the amazing conversation. We could just keep going for hours. <laughs> yeah, I know. We really could. I mean, I'm going to have you back, of course. Okay, absolutely. I would love you. So okay. thank you so much. I love you too. I love connecting with you. I love how we channel and how our energy works. Just all the similarities that we have. To all the listeners, if you found this episode exciting, energizing, helpful, please like, share, subscribe to the podcast, to the platform at, on YouTube at Limitless Being Podcast on all platforms. Thank you so much. Share with a friend and we'll see you next week.